You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power of Why podcast with your host, Jeanette Collazo. Today, we're going to talk about something that I really enjoy, not because of the process itself, but how to get to very good results. We're going to talk about decision-making from a leadership leadership standpoint, okay? When we are leaders, we have to make many choices, and most of the times, they're very important choices. And of course, you know, when you make these type of decisions that are critical to business success, to solve problems or implement new things, and you're a leader, you have to make sure that you can implement those decisions and not only implement those decisions, but make sure that the implementation is successful. And that's the importance about what we're going to be discussing today, because I want to present a model that is very easy to use to determine what, what type of decisions and how to make those decisions to make sure that they can be implemented smoothly, that people are going to implement, you know, the actions that support those decisions and all of those things that are going to make a difference. Remember, you just don't want, you don't want to make a decision and then have everybody mad because of that decision. That could happen, but it all depends how you determine the way of making that decision to make sure that it can be implemented. So we're going to talk about Victor Vroom. There is a model called, you know, the Vroom Jeton Jago decision model. Okay. So I want to, I want to talk about this because when I learned about this, it was very easy to determine if I was going to make the decision by myself or if I was going to ask people to make the decision. So there are different ways. And depending on the way you decide, that's going to have an impact on the quality of the decision. And again, the success of the implementation. Okay, so Broom, he talks about, you know, the elements that are important when it comes to decision making. Okay, so the model basically establishes that, you know, that it recognizes that decisions differ in the level of importance. Not all decisions are as important as others. Okay, so you have just that have a little impact or a high impact or you need decisions to be made quick. You know, there are other elements like, you know, if you require evidence for your decisions, if you need input from experts, everything, you know, with the intention of having long lasting results. Okay. So at, at this point, what we want to do is to make sure that decisions are made in a way that it's going to be helpful to implement based on who needs to implement the elements from that decision. Also, Vroom talks about the three factors that are important when it comes to decision making. Okay, these are the factors. He says, you have to consider when you're making a decision, the quality of the decision. Also, the commitment that you need from your subordinates and also some, you know, time constraints that could have an impact, you know, urgency or if it's going to be implemented in phases and there is a timeline that's needed. So that's why we want to consider these factors, because when we put together the decision making process and we're going to follow the model from Vroom, you have to clear about these three factors, which is the decision quality, subordinate commitment and time constraints. So 
Again, Victor Broom, I mean, he has this model and he has been there, but the idea behind the Broom decision-making process, which is my favorite, again, it's based on situations, okay? It's situational. And this is a leadership theory of industrial organizational psychology. I studied it when I was in school and later I implemented it on my own in my, not only my decisions, but the site decisions. And I'm going to talk about a a couple of examples in which I saw it working and not working so we can compare those things. Now, what are the basis of the Vroom theory on decision-making in terms of leadership? Well, he says there are different types of decisions, okay? And there's also a very, you know, you can also consider this type of of a style, right? But that doesn't mean that it's it's always, and actually it's not good or bad. It's based, it's just a style. And that's why we want to understand when certain styles are appropriate to different decisions. So for example, we have autocratic, which is I make a decision. There is a consultative element or possibility, and that's based on, you know, consulting to make decisions or group-based decisions in which the group makes a decision. So none of them are wrong. It all depends when you're going to use it, because if you decide something on your own, that it's critical in terms of commitment or whomever is going to be implementing it, then you might have certain issues. Remember, when decisions and rules and all of this happens, you have to bring certain people to the table because if you are part of creating the rule, the likelihood of following those rules and implementing those rules and enforcing those rules increases dramatically. Now, what are those elements from the Vroom model that we're going to use based on autocratic, consultative, and group decisions? Let's talk about autocratic, okay? When it comes to autocratic decisions, when it comes to autocratic decisions, what it means is that you're going to make the decision alone. Now, in Victor Vroom's model, we have two types of autocratic type of decisions. We have what it's called A1, and we're going to see it in the model, and I'm going to put the information because there is a graph and I'm going to put it in, in Facebook and Instagram. So autocratic type of decision is based on two elements. A1, which is the, the first one, would be I'm making the decision alone with the information that I already have. That would be one type of decision. Or A2, which is autocratic two, it's based on the leader obtains additional information from the team and then makes the decision alone. Then we have consultative, and then we have two elements of consultative. The first one, which would be C1 in the chart, it's the leader gathers information from members individually and then makes the decision alone, okay? But then we have also consultative two, which is C2, which is a moment in which the leader gathers information from members collectively and then makes the decision alone. Then we have the the group decision, and that would be G2 in the in the model and this is basically that a decision is based on consensus rich as a group meaning that the group makes the decision so those are the types of decisions that you know or the styles of decisions that you're going to use now when is it that i'm going to do a one meaning i'm going to decide by myself or when I am going to get information but still going to decide by myself when is it appropriate to do that or when is it appropriate to do consultative? And when is it appropriate to consult everybody? Not all decisions should be consulted. Not all decisions should be made by the 
leader alone. But when, how do I do that? You know, how is it that I'm going to implement this in a way that it's going to tell me this is the moment in which you're going to make a decision alone and it will work. And that's what we want to, to study here. So what are those issues or what are those moments in which you want to use this type of model? And these are the issues that Broom establishes in the model. Okay. So he talks about what the quality of decision. Okay. So in the, in the model and in the chart that I'm going to put in Instagram and in um, LinkedIn and you're going to see that the type of flow chart has different codes. I already discussed C1, C2, A1, A2, and G2. Okay. Which is autocratic one or two consultative one or two, or group-based decisions. Okay, now, some questions that you have to ask yourself when starting this process is, and, and these are questions, I want you to ask these questions because if once you make have these answers, the chart will take you directly to the, to the type of decision that you're going to make, okay? So you will see in the chart that there is what it's, the code is QR, okay? And that means the quality of the decision is required. So if the quality of the decision is high, because in this case, in the chart, you're going to determine, well, the quality of the decision, you know, it's it's high, quality require high or low. If it's high, then you say, well, it's high and it'll take you to the next one. So the quality of the decision is important because that's going to determine which vector are you going to choose from the model okay so if the if the quality required for that decision is high or low then you follow that that you know path then we have commitment requirements meaning that how much i need people to be committed in order for my decision to be successful or the results of my decisions are successful in this case you will also determine if it's high or low so if you see how we're moving towards this what is happening if the quality of the decision is very high, then that's going to take me one. I'm going to ask myself, high or low? High. Then I move that path. Now, the commitment requirement, is it, it needs to be high or low. If it's low, then it takes you to another element, right? So if, and now you can see how it works because if the commitment is required, then I need to make sure that people are involved. And that's why it becomes consultative. And that's what we're going to see in the path. Okay. So the commitment required if it's high or low. Okay. So we already have two questions. Is the quality of the decision important? Is the team commitment important? Then we have LI, which is the leadership decision, meaning that leadership information, if I have enough information, I can make a decision alone. So I I make it the answer in this case would be yes or no. Do I have enough information to make the decision alone? Yes. Well, then you do it alone. ST, which is structured, the problem is structured, right? If the problem is structured, you have to answer yes or no, because that's going to give you, again, enough insight in terms of if you need to look for more information to structure the problem. So it takes you back to LI. Then we have CP, which is the commitment probability. Now, if you go back to to commitment requirement and then you go back to CP, which is commitment probability, then that means that if there is a low, right, or a no, I don't need commitment from you, then consultative might not necessarily 
be the, the best way forward. So I don't know if I'm explaining myself. I know I'm putting all of these, you know, very randomly here, but I'm going to put it together. Okay. I'm just discussing the issues, the elements, so we can start thinking how is the process. Okay. Then we have goal. If the goal is shared by everybody else, yes or no. If there is a possibility of a conflict, yes or no. If you need subordinate information, you also have to determine yes or no. So we have quality of the decision, importance of the commitment. If I have all the information, if the problem is structured, if you need to make a decision by yourself with the team, support it. Does the team share organized goals, organizational goals? Is conflict among the team members over the decision likely? Do team members have sufficient information to make a high-quality decision? All of those are questions. All of this is going to be pasted in LinkedIn and so you can take a look. Okay, so these are the concepts from the model. Now let's look at how it looks like. Let's take a look at how it looks like. Okay, so let's say that I have to make a decision. I'm the supervisor. I'm the leader. And there is going to be a non-routine manufacturing of a batch that we are going to do during the weekend or holidays, okay? Now, everybody has their schedules. It's it's the holidays or it's the weekend, and you have to make a decision of who is coming to work on that weekend or during that holiday. So that you have to make that decision, who is coming here? So now we are going to start with the process of the questions. At this moment, you go back to the questions that you need to answer. Now, I have to make a decision whether somebody is going to or whomever is going to come and work in, you know, extra hours, etc. Okay, so the first question that I would ask would be, is the quality of the decision important? Well, there is certain quality of the decision that it's important because I want to make sure that I choose the right people for the right activity during those times. So yes, the quality is important because I want to make sure that I have the right people to make sure that everything is going to work. Okay, so I choose high. So in QR, in the decision-making axis one, I'm going to determine high. Quality requirement is high. That takes me to the next question, which would be commitment required. At this point, I'm going to ask myself, is team commitment important to the decision? If it's yes or no, that I'm going to make a decision, okay? So it's if, if it's yes or if it's no or if it's high, it's low, then I'm going to make a decision. So I do need, in this case, the answer to that question. I do need commitment from the team because they're the ones that are going to come here, right, to work. So Yes, the quality of the decision is important and team commitment, it's important. So the commitment from their, them is high. That takes me to the axis three of the decision-making three. Now, in this case, you're going to have these questions. Now we are going to go to the third question. Do, do you, the leader, have sufficient information to make the decision on your own? If you say yes, then it goes Actually, it jumps axis four and goes to axis five, in which now you're going to evaluate the possibilities of, of having conflict, okay? But let's say in terms of determining whoever who is going to come during the weekend, then I'm going to say, well, I do have enough information, okay? I do have enough information. I can, based on this, in terms of leader, leader information, I do have the information. Now, still don't make, a, don't make a decision because there are other things that need to be considered. At this point, some people might say, yes, I make the decision. But wait, because there are other concepts that are important, okay? 
Now, the next question, in this case, I'm not going to evaluate the structure of the, of the problem because it doesn't apply. So I'm going to move towards the next question. If you were to make the decision by yourself, will the, would the team support it? And that's why it's a difference between saying, yes, I have the decision. I'm going to make it by myself, as opposed to saying, well, I can make the decision by myself. But if I make the decision my, by myself, is it possible that the team supports it? then you have to answer yes or no. In this case, it, it's possible that they're not going to support it, okay? Because it's about us and, and, and that's in terms of the support, not necessarily if you make that decision on your own, everybody's going to be happy. And again, it's not that we're looking for people to be happy in terms of, you know, that sense of the word. We just want people to feel comfortable and to come with a with a good attitude to do their job and all of that and if and that that's the reason why you have to be very careful about this okay then the next question would be if in this case if you say yeah well the the commitment it's important then i would say you know let's say yes then in that case then you would have to move towards the next axis which is in this case it would be You know, it, it will they support my decision? Not necessarily, not necessarily. So all, all the way up to here, I had information suggesting that I can make a decision on my own. But then when I question the possibilities of commitment and if they're going to support my decision, then I get a no answer because it might not be supported because I'm making a decision by myself that should have potentially be made in a different way to gain that support from our people. So if it says no in the chart, then it will take you to the next question, which will be, does the team share organizational goals? If it's yes, right, then you would move to the next question, which would be, do team members have enough information to make a high quality decision? Okay, so let's say the commitment is important. Yes, the situation or this, the information is sufficient, then it will take you all the way to G2, okay? Let me summarize that because I know it's a process that is going to take you either one side or the other, so I know it could be a little confusing. I have to decide who's going to come to work on a holiday. The quality of the decision, high. The requirement, the commitment requirement needs to be high. I do have enough information, but there is a possibility that people will not accept that decision. And in that case, I need to think about consulting with the group. If the group has all the information to make a decision, in this case they do, then it will be yes. And that will take me to the SI, which is they have enough information. If they have enough information, in this case, the, the process will take you to making a G2 decision, which is a decision is based on consensus reached as a group. So at this point, at this point, you go like, you know, guys, we have to make the decision that we have to have whomever it's, you know, trained, qualified to be here during this week, weekend. So I'm going to allow you to make a decision on, you know, who should be here or not. They're going to be together. They're going to make a decision. I don't have anything to do and I want to have my overtime. Then I'm going to be me, me, me. And there's other people saying, well, I'm going to be traveling in the holiday. I already have this, so not me. And those are the type of process that goes through the decision-making process. 
So as you see, and I know I've been back and forth, this is not necessarily easy topic to explain, but very simple to implement. So I know that there is a lot of information, but just remember that you are going to make decisions and you want people to follow through on those decisions. So be careful that you don't ask the group to make a decision that you cannot commit with and that you don't make a decision on your own that people are going to resent. So yes, let's start making decisions. Let's get this going. It's the beginning of the year, which actually it's the first episode of 2023. And I'm very happy about that. It's a good moment to start putting together your plans, to start putting together your initiatives, and then having these type of discussions with people and some of them on your own. So that's the idea behind this. You want to make decisions that people are going to implement and they're going to be very happy implementing. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. So I guess this is it. We're going to leave it right here. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you have questions, let me know through the power of why podcast at gmail.com or through social media. You know where to find me at this point. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Take it away. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.